Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to this week's May Chexic Discussion Group Call for Tactical Sovereignty. This beautiful Sunday, the 18th of July. Sunday, the first day of the week. Not the 7th. Not the Sabbath, like I always say. Do a little house cleaning here. I just want to mute out everybody right now, at least, so we don't get any background noise. Because it's easy to get background noise over these calls. People don't realize what little faint things you can hear. So, anyway, um, I was going to talk about... um, status this evening and you'll find three things that are very important in law uh, as far as the Roman civil law that everybody is under today <clears throat> and it's uh, status standing and capacity and those things don't all come automatic uh, you're not going to have standing if you don't have status uh, you can be operating in an incorrect capacity and still not have standing. Most people today are operating in an incorrect capacity. They're wearing the wrong hat and don't understand why they're getting ignored. They're getting ignored because they don't have standing. Um, Status is often looked at as to your position in a society. And that's exactly what this is. Although most often the position in society that people look at is the wealth that you have, the property ownership that you have, businesses you own, what kind of car you drive. Are you wearing the newest pair of tennis shoes? Um, that's not really necessarily the correct status. That, that's a worldly status. If you want to look at it as far as how the state looks at it, they would be looking at status more as where your position is in relation to them. That's all they care about. How do you relate to them? One of the things that struck me quite a while ago was because of having been from Michigan, I traveled back and forth through Canada quite often, was that you stop at the border of Canada, you go into the border of any country. They basically want to know three main things, you know, and not just who you are, but what, where are you going, what your intent is for being there, and how long you're going to be there for. And to me, it's the same thing here or in any country you're born on. Have you let them know who you are? Have you let them know what jurisdiction that you've chose? Um, scripture and Bible, Joshua is saying, as for me and my house, we will choose the Lord. Oh. Gosh, uh, didn't he automatically have to surrender to the powers that be? Well, evidently not. He got to choose for him and his house, for him and his tribe. And I think people really need to get back into more of a tribal mentality. That was one of the most difficult things that they experienced 
with the Holy Roman Empire in, in conquering different areas there was because within the Holy Roman Empire, it was really broken up very much into tribes. All right. Little small, tiny city states were a very popular thing at that age. Back in the old world order, a city state was popular. That's one of the problems that generals talk about today with going into the Middle East, is that it's tribal over there. It's not just the U.S. against Afghani forces or the U.S. Uh, against the Iraqi forces or whatever. It's the U.S. against, God, a numerous amount of tribes, and they don't know where that tribe's loyalty lays at. It's made it very difficult for them over there. In fact, if anybody does any research, for instance, since Afghanistan, and Afghanistan has a nickname that most Americans don't know about. And that nickname is the Graveyard of Nations. It's been called the Graveyard of Nations because many nations have tried to go over there and conquer, and they've all gotten wiped out. It's become their graveyard. I would say maybe that one, if anybody has done a smart thing, and I can't believe it would have come from Biden, but he's pulling out of there. I should have pulled out of there a long time ago. It's the graveyard of nations. What are you doing over there on that soil fighting? But I'm sure there's many more reasons behind that situation. So getting into status, standing, and capacity. I uh, recommend people go. You can also go check out... Uh, I've done a couple of interviews there. In fact, I think I might be doing one in probably about two weeks there. I'm not sure. Um, and he gets into this quite a bit as well. But people have to realize what this Roman law that's been handed down from the time of Egypt is. People might find that confusing, but Rome went into Egypt and conquered Egypt. And then they went into Jerusalem and conquered Jerusalem. And then the tribes were scattered among the nations. If anybody knows different things in scripture, that should all start to make sense. Because it said that everybody would be brought back into slavery. How does all the tribes can be brought back into slavery if they're scattered among the nations? I guess the best way is instead of bringing them to Rome to take the Roman system to them. And that's exactly what's happened. And uh, under the civil law of the Rome, Romans, in civil law, uh, the, there's basic, three basic parts to law. One is status, the second is property, and the third is obligation. Um, I briefly discussed status there. We'll go to property. Say property, everybody thinks of a plot of land. Or maybe the, your vehicle or, or your home. But your rights are also your property. You also have intangible property, not just tangible property. Um, and with saying that rights are part of your property, the third part of civil law is the law of obligation. You don't have rights without obligation. I see so many people talk about rights. And you hear people say, oh, I know my rights, or I know my constitutional rights, which tells you they've never read the Constitution. But people say they know their rights. 
where people I see teaching about rights, but when I see that they're also never talking about duty or responsibility, I know they've never studied rights. Because if you get into the study of rights and what your rights are, you will always find that they are tethered with duty. They're always tethered with obligation. They walk hand in hand. You don't have one without the other. Okay? It's, it's just very, very simple, very basic logic. Now, in their laws, how are they going to apply these laws? Who are they going to apply these laws to? Who can be forced into these laws? Well, who can be forced to submit to authority? The only ones that can be submitted to authority are, I see basically two classes, okay? One is who you create, and the second is who bows down to you. For instance, you can go in and overtake another country and force those people to bow down to you. That's one way. Or you can create something that they already bow down to. And you've got them that way as well. I say very often that you can't go next door to your neighbor's home and tell their kids what time to go to bed. Why? You didn't create those kids. They're not yours. You don't have jurisdiction over them. You can tell your kids what time to go to bed, but you can't tell the neighbor's kid. It's, it's that simple when it comes down to having authority over what you create. So what did the U.S. create? I think you can see it not formed in letter by letter or word by word, but if you start at uh, Title I of the United States Code, they're, they're showing jurisdiction there. And I've said very often that when I first read that, I was like, gosh, how do I know this? I know this story from, I, I'll tell you what the story is. It's Genesis 1. It's the land, it's the animals, creation of water, light, the controlling of the days and the times. <laughs> it's that simple. That's what Title 1 was all about. And it was the creation of us. And not necessarily us, but let's say maybe our avatar, uh, the person, the legal person, because that's the only thing referred to in United States Code or public law is the person, not man or woman. It just talks about the person. So what they create? They created the person. Um, listening to a friend of mine this afternoon talk about a certificate of live birth, and he, he's mentioned this numerous times, it's pretty much what he's always stayed on over the past few years, is that when he investigated it and he talked to vital statistics and things in Department of Health where they would always say that the certificate of live birth or the birth certificate, I'll explain the difference between the two in a second, only identify an event. And I remember when I first heard that from him, like an event. Yeah, it does. It identifies an event, but what event? A lot of people want to think, well, it's our birth. It's when we were born. It's when we entered this world. That's the event it's recording. Not the case. If you take a look at the certificate of live birth or the birth certificate, 
you're going to see a sex on there, male, female. Well, those are scientific words. They used to use boy or girl. But now it's male or female. Uh, they've got names on there. But it doesn't even say what. It's interesting that the certificate of live birth looks very much like the title or the certificate of title in the glove box of your vehicle. This is a big difference, though. That certificate of title in the glove box of the vehicle, you look at it, and it's going to say, like, for instance, vehicle I have, or a couple of them I have, uh, Ford, Crown Victoria, and then it goes into what color it is, white, you know, uh, what it weighs, just like the birth certificate, all that. Here's the thing. The certificate of my birth or the birth certificate doesn't say what it's for. Is this a certificate for a horse, a, a dog, a duck? Well, what is it? It doesn't list it. It doesn't list human there um, or any of the scientific words that have been used for human over the time. None of that's listed there. So you have no idea that it is even referring to something that's flesh and blood. So it obviously is something that you can't see which would be an artificial entity or a juridic entity. I would say a juridic entity because I know many people have talked about getting a hold of vital statistics and wanting to get things, air quotes, corrected on their certificate of live birth. And they always hit the same wall. And the wall that they hit is that vital statistics will not change anything unless it's ordered by a judge, unless the judicial orders it. Obviously, it's a judicial entity. They control it. And then that, that would make that certificate of live birth. And you know, like I said, you look at it, it looks just like the freaking... Certificate of title to a car looks just like the certificate of title to a business. If you look at a business title, it looks the same. So that is obviously the title to that juridic person or that artificial entity. Some people want to call it dead. I don't call it dead. It's artificial. Never had the capacity of life. Never will have the capacity of life. Can't be dead won't be dead, wasn't ever dead because it wasn't ever alive and never will be alive, okay? And I've heard many people talk about, you know, when referencing the certificate of live birth or slash birth certificate, they'll say, oh, I've got my original. And I kind of pull my hair out because you can't have original title. Only the owner of that thing of that res property, res is property of a trust, only the owner of it can hold their original title. You wouldn't buy a car from somebody that gives you a photocopy, even a certified photocopy of their title. No, you want the original deal, right? So if you want to do anything with that entity, it made sense to me that, okay, what do I need? I need to have an original. So how do you get it? 
You go to number 28 of United States Code, 1733. That's 28 U.S.C., 1733. And you read the second paragraph there, and it will tell you that a properly authenticated document is seen as the original. Okay, cool. That's how you do it then. You get it properly authenticated. I've heard a lot of people talk about four steps, three steps. There's really only two steps to a proper authentication for this document. Because it was created by the state, you have the state do the first authentication. Then the second authentication is done at the federal level. A Department of State does it. And they send it back to you. And it's interesting. Um, the cover sheet they put on it says... To whom these presents may come, greetings. I've researched that phrase. It always relates to property. Normally, physical. Normally, not always. I found this uh, going back as far as 1621 in a document from the India East Trading Company to uh, one of the councils. The East India Trading Company was talking about property that was going to be transferred, and that was the opening statement to that document. To whom these presents may come. <clears throat> so, it tells us two things. One, it's a title. And two, this is a deed to property. I think deed and title are probably pretty much interchangeable. And so you can send that off, you know, for the authentications. And you'll be watching the mailbox, waiting for the state, waiting for the federal to come back uh, due to whatever's going on now in the USA. It, it may take longer. And for me, it took, I don't know, six, eight weeks. But I have a lot of people that contact me they're like okay i sent off i'm waiting for it uh, or they say oh i just got it what do i do I'm like what do you mean you've been sitting on your hands for six eight weeks you should have been thinking about that during that time there's things you can do during that time uh one of the things i recommend is rescind the voter's registration uh, the voting registration, you have to realize uh, through history, every country has been built on two pillars, just like those two pillars you see on the Social Security card. Pillar of the priests, pillar of the kings, okay? Voter's registration is taking care of your legislative vote, all right? Who is going to be passing laws? Who you are going to be putting in office for that? But both of these pillars depend on each other. I know after uh, rescinding my voter's registration and then getting written proof of it, and it doesn't matter. People say, I've never voted, I've never registered. Guess what? Trust me, you're probably registered. Odds are I would bet my life on it, okay, until you rescind it. Um, I used to, every two or three months, get a summons for jury duty. Guess what? After I got... A letter signed from the supervisor of elections that this process had been completed automatically. Gosh, wow, imagine that. 
I got a jury summons. I sent that to the court and the court promptly, like, I mean, promptly within two or three days, contacted me back and said, sorry, we won't bother you again. What happened? You take down one pillar, you've dropped down the other pillar as well. The pillar of the kings, the legislative body, and also the pillar of the priest, the cross-dressers in black robes downtown at the temple. That got taken care of as well. Um, so that's something that can be done while you're looking at the mailbox. Uh, another thing that I strongly recommend is taking care of the bank. Set your bank account up as a non-interest-bearing account. I'm just going to touch on this very briefly. I've had a few experiences with it that have proven this to me. But everything they do, the maxims of law, everything goes back to the principles of Scripture. Scripture says that the borrower is servant to the lender. Okay, If you're receiving interest on your bank account, you're a borrower. You're receiving a benefit. The beneficiary holds a liability. Okay, You take care of that because what are you getting? Pennies, a couple bucks over a year's time on the bank account? Yeah, get, get rid of that interest. And that's going to save a few headaches with um, the bank account in the future. Believe me. Okay. At the same time, we have to stop. And I, I looked at a couple different things that have been written. One was the First Amendment. I read it not because it applies to me, but I read it because I see how they look at things. First Amendment said that Congress shall make no law um, in respect to an establishment of religion. Oh, okay. Most people think that's like the church. Oh, well, they don't say Baptist or Catholic or anything like that there. Uh, and you have to understand, you have to comprehend that you are an establishment. Okay? And how have you established yourself? What do you follow? Who is your religion? What is your religion? The state thinks that they're your religion. They're the most dangerous religion. So, well, you know, why not clarify that problem while you're looking at the uh, mailbox? Um, I became ordained through a non-501c3 organization. Most churches today are 501c3 organizations. And 501c3 organizations fall underneath the treasury. The treasury essentially is the government of the U.S. They're the ones that run shit, by the way. Um, the man who holds the gold makes the laws. Does that sound familiar? Okay. So that can be done to establish who you're following. Uh, myself, as for me in my house, uh, and I'll follow the creator. I'm going to look there when I need help. When I lose my job, I'm not going to turn to the first guy I see and say, hey, do you know where the employment office is? No. That's the furthest thing from my mind. My creator is the first thing on my mind. We should be in a constant state of prayer. What does that mean? We should be in a constant state of conversation. We should always have that line open. Might be on hold sometimes, but <laughs> no, we should always keep that line of communication open, though. And so, I mean, I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest uh, making that move. You can also do a DBA. How are you going to be operating in this world? Right now, 
they think you are operating, and you have been, you probably wouldn't use the certificate of live birth to get the driver's license. Well, so that they think that you, they think that you know that you are operating as an agent for an organization they created. Well, is there anything telling me any different? No, there's not. Do your own DBA. Set it up as unincorporated. Unincorporated means it's not tied to anything else. It's not a part of something else. It's independent. You set it up to yourself. In fact, what, when a unincorporated DBA is set up, it's actually not even listed in the same category of all the other DBAs. It's not listed with all the incorporated ones. It's not listed with all the trusts, with all the partnerships, with all the LLCs. It, it's actually listed in its own category. And there's a big reason for that because it doesn't belong to the state. It's not part of anything else. And it, guess what? Those were just some basic steps I took. Those are some oh, basic, simple things I did. Might sound kind of short and easy, I don't know, but uh, it really wasn't. It wasn't something I jumped on and did in three or four months. This is something I did over about a two year length of time. Reason being, why? Because uh, it's not something I saw and said, oh, I'm going to go do that. No, it was something I saw. And then I spent three, four, five, six months researching all day, every day, everything I could find regarding that topic. And there's a lot of things regarding this list that I just mentioned that I was researching as well that tied to them, such as copyrights. Where do copyrights come from? What do copyrights apply to? What's a common law copyright? Is there even such a thing? Uh, contract law. You've got to comprehend contract law. If you don't comprehend contract law, you'll never comprehend what the Constitution of the United States is about. The Constitution of the United States is nothing more than a perfect example of how you set up your own private association, showing who the officers are and what their duties are, how you become a member, and how you get kicked out as a member. That's simple. It's as plain as day. Uh, the beginning of the Constitution is basically like a trust indenture. I remember when I first started researching and studying, a lot of people used to argue with me about you know, what came first. Is everything based on trust or is everything based on contract? I used to hear lots of arguments about that. And it's like, uh, duh, stupid. It's all based on contract. Because without contract law, you can't have trusts. Because trusts are based on contract law, not vice versa. I mean, it's just so simple. But these are the things that are done. And I'll have people that will ask me, well, do you own a driver's license? No, I don't. I don't own a driver's license. Why? Well, if somebody can take it away from me, evidently I don't own it, do I? Well, what name is on there? Well, it's in the name of my DBA, of course. That's how you're operating here. You're operating it through your DBA. I have people ask, well, what's your name then? What, what do you go by? Yeah, they think Brian Parker. Well, that wasn't my given name. The state tacked on Parker. I just took it back through the authentication process. I was given, I was gifted the Christian name, which was Brian Glenn. That's my name, Brian Glenn. That's what mom and dad chose. The state decided to throw dad's surname on there too. 
So there's a lot of little nuances to this, um, you know, and, and with the driver's license, a lot of people I see want to get out of it, want to get rid of it, this and that. And the majority of the people, and I say mass majority of people that I see preaching against it are people who have lost it from child support, DUIs, too many tickets, you name it. They're the ones that explore it and say, oh, oh my gosh, I don't have to have one. Yeah, you're right. You don't. But guess what? Back when you were 15, 16 years old, you signed away any rights that you might have had to travel freely and decided to join a private association called the Department of Motor Vehicles or the Secretary of State, depending on where you live, and decided to follow their rules instead. You kicked those out. You kicked your original rights out. So since that happened, I mean, there may be ways of correcting that, but why not explore what the driver's license is really about? People need to realize, you know, I think the one thing that should be taught to everybody when they're born, very first thing, whenever your signature is required from something, it's required because there's a contract behind the scenes. So what's the contract for the driver's license? Call the driver's license compact. It's out there. Go read it. The interesting thing that people need to realize regarding the driver's license compact it isn't just rules that you've unknowingly agreed to, but these are also rules for the Leo or for the law enforcement officer on the other side. He's got to follow those too. And if something he's doing doesn't conform to the driver's license compact, then he is equally trespassing against it as he thinks you are. And that can be a powerful tool in your pocket right there. Um, Social security number. A lot of people get into that. Um, I'll say, like, with looking at the driver's license compact, there's things with social security as well that can be used to people's benefit. Um, not in just day-to-day -day living and medical, but other things as well. Because it was originally listed as an insurance policy. It was an insurance account, right? And more of that needs to be looked into. And what all of this really boils down to is leaving Babylon, getting out of Babylon. You know, nothing says not to be of this world or out of this world. No, Scripture says be in the world, but not of it. Well, since we're in it, we have to learn how to operate in it. All right. We don't have to be of it. We don't have to sign on to all of their stuff and sign on to all the propaganda and believe everything that it tells us. And, oh, yes, sir, I'll lick your boots. No, no, we're still supposed to be independent. But people don't realize we've been given the tools to have power within it. And they don't teach most of the peasants that. They don't want the peasants knowing that. They don't want the peasants to know there actually is authority that they can use in their benefit. They just want them to feel like the peasants. They just want them to feel like the slaves. They just want the peasants to cry, to have the chains loosened just a little bit. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to open the lines for Q&A. Hopefully Slick got back here with us. I just guess I got on with my rant. And uh, anyway... Open things up here, and 
just uh, try not to kind of step on each other and let each other talk. <laughs> and Am I in a horror movie now, or what? There she is. Dave's not. Hello? I can hear my monsters in the background. I hear a lot of bass. I hear a lot of bass. Someone's got a lot of bass. Somebody in a bar? That's what it sounds like, it does. Okay, whoever is got loud going on in the background, y'all got to stop because I can't handle all that shit. Sorry, I'm being honest. Right here. Turn your TV off. Okay, I'm gonna have to leave if somebody doesn't handle that shit. Whoever's got your mic on and all kinds of background, please. Yep. Yeah, it was funny for a short time. I thought they would realize it Brian. Are you the one that's playing the music in the background? <laughs> it's awful. I don't know who's got the shit going on in the background, but it's got to stop. <laughs> Somebody's playing with something in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Are you jacking with me? Are you jacking with me? Yeah. Okay, guys, this is Melanie. I'm a 
All right, Melanie, I lost you on the board. And do, 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 do. all right, you should be on. Hi. Hey. I don't know what what that was. I don't. I don't. I don't know if somebody had their TV going or. And first, I thought you were just jacking with us, like, okay, Brian is like, oh, let me see what happens. I try to keep these calls as clean as possible. Uh, the board just was not letting me mute anybody. No, it's, it's okay. It wouldn't let me, and then it turned around, and it freaking cut off all my sound where I heard nothing for a while. Well, now we're, we're here. We so anyway, here. I have a question. All right. Okay. So it's USC, you, wait, United States Code, what is it, 28-1733 that tells you how to do this? What is it? I, 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 I like, caught that, and then I'm like, shit. And then by the time I got my, my pin out, I was like, it, it left the building. Sorry, it's probably. Yeah, 28. <laughs> okay, yeah, 28. 28. USC 1733 tells you that properly authentic documents are observed as the original. Which is basically like we've always said is getting a copy of the birth certificate and then asking, uh, no. Well, so I got my birth certificate a long time ago. I got several copies of it. And then um, getting, getting, a, getting a certified copy of the certificate of live birth. So I you, everything's split I, in. I can't get, there is, I don't, there is no certificate of live birth. I don't have one. Yes, there is. Okay, I, yeah, I there is. I had, I had somebody on Texas like three years ago. Back and forth with me for several months. They won't give it to me. They say there is no such thing. Da, 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 da. And then when I had him write to them and say he needed it for doing commerce in a non-hag nation overseas, guess what he got? They sent him a certificate of live birth. That's what I asked for. He was like, he was like oh, my God, they did give me one. That's what I asked for. I told him that I was going to Vietnam or, well, not Vietnam, somewhere. Not, and I asked for one in a non-Hague country, for non-Hague country, and they gave me one. But it doesn't state certificate of live birth on the top of it. I'm just telling you, I, I was very specific when I asked for this thing. Well, it might even be who you ask. I don't know. And did you ask verbally, or did you do that in writing? I verbally asked for it. Yeah, well, I would say do it in writing. I believe doing everything in writing is key. Do okay. do things in write, do things in writing, and do things with the computer over the internet. 
That way you don't have a physical person that you're arguing with because they only know a certain thing. They've only done things a certain way. You know what I mean? Whereas a computer is what you can do and what you can't. For doing commerce in a non-hay country. Well, yeah, but they don't, don't just say, don't just say a non-hay uh, nation. Name one. I don't know if it is or not. It might be. I don't know for a fact. I use okay. Jamaica. I know I've used, okay. I use Jamaica, and I've heard the past several years there is rumor that Jamaica may sign on to the Hague Treaty, which it doesn't matter either way if they do or not because they weren't a member when I got it done, and the authentication is done and over with. That's a thing of the right, past right. now. So. Right. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to, I did ask a friend of mine if maybe they had a COLB in my vital, my records at UTMB, because that's where I was born. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. So I can request my records, my file. I don't know if it's in there, but it should be. Wouldn't it be? Maybe it could be. It might be. Well, at least, at least the, the records that it was created from are in there. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I have a friend friend that, that works in the records uh, department. Um, I might be able to swing something. I don't know. We'll figure that out. That'll be a oh, test. You got a, if you've got a friend in the records department, they ought to hook you up. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes they put the, you know, they put all the shit in the storage and stick everything in the damn computer and who knows, you know, there's no telling. I'm hopeful though. So. Hmm. And well, you know Kevin, what? That, that kinda, I try. That kind of reminds me. That kind of reminds me. I've, I've heard actually of people saying, hold on and going down to like the basement of a hospital and bringing out a big old dusty box and saying, I think this might have what you need. <laughs> right. But the chances of that are very slim, considering this is the University of Texas Medical Branch. And we all have identification numbers there, which I actually know my, my identification number still. I've not been there in many years, but I know what my number is. So there's that. Is it the, is it the number to you or to your artificial entity? It's, it's I'm sorry. It is a number to my person. There you go, to your legal person. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. People need to kind of think my of the legal person. I, I kind of describe the legal person as your debit card for your bank. The debit card is a link between you and the bank and the certificate of live birth, and not necessarily certificate of live birth, but uh, that juridic person is a link between you and the state. Because it's a yeah, it's a transmitting utility because people need to realize that like things can only contract with like things. So corporate things can only contract with corporate things. Artificial entities only contract with artificial entities. And right. that's not what they use with you. They have authority over the artificial entity. They see you as an agent or a representative of the artificial entity. And that's how they trick you into thinking there's power over you. Okay. 
Um, I want to touch on something, though, because nine times out of ten, these people, I mean, well, ten times out of ten for me, because I've never come across anyone that knew what the fuck I was talking about when I said it. <laughs> I mean, and maybe they did, and but, I mean, I think they were idiots, honestly, because um, the... Uh, when I went to go get my um, my birth certificate, and actually Keith knows this, I think I told him about it, and I think I told Sean about it, but anyways, um, I was like, I can't remember what I said, but I said, Keith, you remember what I said? I can't even freaking remember, but they were like, yep, and I'm, they like agreed with me, but I don't think they knew what the hell they were agreeing to, like what they were, you know, I think they were just like, okay, let me get her out of here, you know? Right. Yeah, Keith can unmute himself if he wants. Yeah, I, I don't remember what you said, dear. I, I know it was the lady behind the counter. She said, I was, I said something like, um, you know, like a fact of a piece of knowledge that, that most people don't know. I don't remember what it, what it was. I can't remember. And she was like, yep. But she just kept going like a, a robot, you know, just like, you know, stamped her deal or I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, she, you know, they're just doing their job. They don't know any better. They don't freaking know shit. They don't know shit, man. And and like when well, like a friend of mine, which a lot of you know, um, she went into Fort Worth, the county courthouse, and those people think that she's crazy. I mean, they do because they don't freaking have a clue. They are clueless. I mean, uh, I want just a I want to add something else to what I was talking about in that discussion is because, you know, once you get title to that legal entity, you've got a couple different routes you can go down. Okay. okay. Uh, you can decide to re because you've been placed into an office, right? You've been placed basically into a governmental office because they see you as being the agent or representative of the organization they created. So, you can, one, you can go and resign that position because that's what you do. If you hold office, you resign. And you right. contact Secretary of State. Everything, all notifications, everything you do is through Secretary of State. You can contact Secretary of State in writing and resign that position. Uh, or, secondly, you could contact Secretary of State. I've seen a couple situations where people have done this. You can contact Secretary of State and decide you're going to negotiate the terms of you holding office. Okay? What your responsibilities, your rights, your duties, obligations are. Uh, maybe even compensation. Uh, insurance, health insurance. That's a biggie right there. And Secretary of State can even take care of that. So, yeah, that, that's, you know, or, or you can decide just to close shop. You can decide to close the organization and put it on a shelf and let it collect dust if you want. Those are the three okay. options that people that they can explore. Well, what office is it and what organization is it? The organization is the organization that was created upon the registration of the certificate of live birth. The event also, that the, the, the name is the name. The name. The no. The event well it's it's got that similar name on it. But the event that's being recorded isn't the event of your birth. It's the event of an organization being created. Event of organization that is uh, blank, blank, Lillian Marie Clark. 
Yeah, Correct. think about a bankruptcy. What's a bankruptcy? A bankruptcy is simply a merger and reorganization under a new name. That's exactly right. what they did. They just merged things and reorganized it under a new name. Well, they and did what I bankruptcy. They did what I like to say. They reclassified, and that's what attorneys do. They reclassify things. The most popular thing that they reclassify is words. They reclassify a, a word into being a term. Well, now that it's a term, it's one of their tools of their trade. So now they get to attach a definition to it. Hey, I could, can I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, and I'll, I'll shut up after this for a minute, for a minute, maybe I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, but look, so now I know how everybody feels about bar attorneys and whatnot. However, I have an attorney <laughs> that is my cousin. <laughs> so technically I could have him do it for me. No. I? No. No. If if you a for instance, no authority. What? For instance, attorney no authority unless you um, have him do specifics assignments. Don't ever sign anything with an attorney and sign him up to do it for you because that is a I got you. I'm sorry, my dog. Sorry, Tori, relax. Once you hire an attorney, his first obligation is to the court and to the public. Well, I wouldn't be hiring his last duty. Yeah, he's just to research to verify information you already have. That's all. He's not to do it for you. He's just to do the research, just like a paralegal. That's all they really are. Well, here, here's the thing, because uh, I've had a few people ask me about this is, you know, well, could I get somebody else to do this for me or have an attorney do it? And I would say legally, for one reason, no. And for a more foundational reason, it would be the second reason. The first reason why legally, no, is if you even start out like for ordering the certificate of live birth, it'll tell you there who can order it. It has to be you or your parent. It doesn't say anything about authorizing somebody under power of attorney to do it. It has to be you or your parent. Okay. And number two, the reason really makes sense why you don't want anybody else to do this stuff for you is because you want to learn these steps. You want to learn all this information because if you don't know this stuff, it's just like people signing a template, ordering a template for something and sending it off. If you don't know the information, you can't stand on it. You don't realize what you've really done. Absolutely. And that was a perfect point about that birth certificate it absolutely has no standing unless you give it standing period same That's thing right. with the authority that anybody else has they can't possibly have that authority unless you give it period so if you haven't given it authority and they presume it, it still doesn't have authority because you never gave it authority but okay but i got a question how do you give it authority by using it Authenticate it and convert it to an electronic book entry as a drawdown credit account. You, you, you establish a, a dollar amount on that certificate through a banker's acceptance. Wait, 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 back up. Hold on a second. This is a, hold on. 
500,000, I'm going to give, uh, in the interest of the United States for full acquittance and discharge under Trading with the Enemies Act, I'm going to make this banker certificate, but I've got to be fair because equity delights in equality, not the halves. So I'm going to have a whole $250,000 and the uh, United States is going to have $250,000. Now, the way it's supposed to work is that's a that's a key ledger. You got $250,000 on the credit side. $250,000 on the on the debit side. And when you draw down from your account, say say $10,000, it goes to the debit side, to the postal side, which is where that account, account should be held and not with a bank. And the, the post office, which is the regulation of the judicial courts, the judicial system, are the ones that determine whether it's a valid compensation for or a donate donation or use in commerce. However, they you you set up your, your trust certificate. And what it does is a, they have three days to reconcile the account with the general ledger. So when you do that, you're activating that general ledger by putting $250,000 of debit credits on their ledger. When you extend credit, you create the debt. So you are both the credit for Hold and on. debt. Hold on, Keith, Keith, Keith. Hang on a second. The, okay, so just for anybody that is listening and that is just coming into this, which I don't know if there's new people on here, but I'm sure there will be some people listening in the group and my and the beyond the veil. And so that said, because there's a lot of new people in there. So because you just said that so fast, there's a lot of there's some parts to this. And some people cannot. Um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, calculate unless they can see the parts. Right. So I need. I am asking. Me, tell me how it's done. I'm just, I, no, I was I'm the same. The parts. Hold on a second. Stop. Hold on, and I'll give you the floor. But the parts. Okay. So there's authentication of the birth certificate. There's writing, possibly writing the Secretary of the State. Now, are those two things equivalent, or? Is it one or the other, or can you do you do both? And then so you you well, so here's what we have: we have rescinding the voter's registration, we have authentication of the birth certificate, and then we have the writing a letter to the Secretary of State, and then we have establishing a trust account. And um, I'm not sure if those are all moving parts that have to be done. So that's what I'd like to know because it's all kind of running together, and nobody can. There are people that have minds that are cannot understand that and i'm so i'm doing it for other people as well as myself okay so, okay Keith, Keith, before you Keith, before you go into it all right i i just want to state that for purposes of this call what keith is stating isn't something i espouse it's not something i recommend and there's a reason why can i finish there's a reason why, and the reason why is because if most people, and I remember when I first started researching this stuff, I noticed on Facebook there's a group called uh, uh, Monetize Your Birth Certificate. It actually was called Monetize Your Certificate of Live Birth, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the certificate of live birth, not the birth certificate. The birth certificate is the legal side. Certificate of live birth is the equitable side. It's split title. That's the way all trusts run. And this country is run on trust, on a trust, rather. Um, and one of the th things that I recommend, what I did is I resigned. I resigned as agent for, uh, being the representative of their organization. And the reason why 
was mostly because I know, number one, a lot of people are chasing something like a black card or a white card or wanting all to get money and this yeah. and that. And so my attitude was, you know what? I know what this country is about. It's the number one terrorist in the world that's toppling nations left and right. And what does it do? The first thing it does is it implements a international monetary fund bank. It always implements a world, the World Bank in that nation. It's the first thing it does. How does it do that is, what do you mean by implementing the World Bank in that nation? What do you mean by that? They go into the, the, that's extended uh, from them. Ask me a question. I'm answering it, dude. You know what? Um, what they do, the first thing they do when they go into a nation is they freaking put in a federal bank. And just about every nation has a federal bank. Bottom line. Uh, if you look back 15 years ago or so, there was about 12 or 15 nations that did not have federal banks. Like the International oh. Monetary Fund or Federal Reserve. Like nowadays, Lydia. right, nowadays, there's only two or three countries that don't have one. Guess what? All those other countries that have one now, those are the countries the U.S. went into. And Iran, here's my is, thing. Is Iran one here's of those? My, no, we haven't gone into Well, Iran, believe it or not, is an IMF. They do use the IMF. But here's the thing. Do I want their blood money? No, I don't. Do I want to be a participant with them? No, I don't. If the day comes when you have to stand in front of your creator and he says to you, what were you doing participating? What were you doing freaking accepting the monies that they freaking got from freaking toppling nations, nations I created. What are you doing being a part of that? How are you going to answer to your creator? That's my question. Sorry, Keith. No, that's fine. Say, sir, um, I needed to kept cutting in while I was trying to explain this. Yeah, I, my apologies. I just wanted to make that quick statement because every piece of currency around this world is tied to the IMF. Keith, I'm still speaking to you. I have a question for you. Okay. You're talking about going and you're doing whatever with $250,000. They get two fifty, dollars you get two fifty, dollars and then everything you write off from it goes against your two fifty. dollars Is that what you're saying? Correct. You're, yep. you're coming Correct. out and stating oh, okay. that there's equal lesson already. All right. So here's my question to you. Have you received that $250,000? Do you have it? No, and I'm not, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not professing this is what you should do either. I'm just telling you this is how the system's supposed to work. If you're going to operate under the laws of land warfare, if you're operating ask, in, you don't need ask, any of it. I would ask something, though, on these calls. Don't espouse anything that you haven't done. I don't care how it's supposed to work. It should work. No. If you haven't done it and seen evidence of it, please don't espouse it here. All right, because it just read it leads people down well, other accounting practices. Who cares if that's general accounting practices? If you <laughs> haven't done it, and have evidence of it. Don't espouse it to other people, please. I, I, I want to interject. I want to interrupt here. I know of an individual that we all know that had their house taken away from them for doing what someone said to do that they didn't do and guess what their house is gone so yep. 
Yeah. I'm just people, saying. No, no, no disrespect. I'm just holding, putting that out there. Yeah, people don't. They fall down these things. Yeah, it should be or it's supposed to be. It doesn't matter if it should be. If somebody hasn't actually physically done it and have the evidence of it and say, here's the steps. This is exactly what I did. Follow this. Then guess what? It's pointless even going down that rabbit hole. Anyway. Word up. Uh, a lot of what I'm really showing, if anybody's paid attention to my Facebook posts or things I'm throwing into tactical sovereignty, which the name of the new group is Tactical Sovereignty Administrating the First Estate. What did the angels do? The angels left their first estate. We need to return to our first estate. Okay. Um, it, it, what I've been putting in there the past several weeks is I'm exposing some of these rabbit holes, things that people are talking about, uh, like, like talking about the act of 1871 created a brand new government. I'm giving you evidence. I show it right there. No, it didn't. It just created a government for the city, just like the city that you live in. I, I'm showing a lot of these things because people need to realize these are freaking nonsense you rabbit holes. created a government for the city that you live in, you said? Sorry. Right. Okay. Created a government for the city you live in. So, and because so many of these things are stuff people talk about and, oh, it's supposed to be this way or this is how it works, but they don't have evidence of it. What I'm doing is going and showing you all these things that a lot of the gurus, uh, they're spreading this guru guano. Guano is bat shit, by the way, because they're bat shit crazy. They're spreading this stuff. They, it's been getting spread since the 1970s. And there's, guess what? What they're saying, there's no evidence of it. That doesn't even, that's not the way everything is set up. It's not the way it works. And on top of it, even if it was the case, it's not actionable evidence. It's, it's, it's not, hold on. It's not actual information. Well, okay. So even say if it was true, say it was true that the act of 1871 created a brand new government, a foreign government that controls this nation. How is that going to get you out of a parking ticket? It's not it's actual. Not, it's not going to do shit for you. It's going to, it's going to make you look like an idiot talking this <laughs> shit of a judge in front of a fucking bunch of people in the gallery behind you. That's all. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Believe me, I've seen people do this. It, it, it's going to make you sound like David Strait. So I have a question. So, and I totally had a brain fart. Shit. Uh, f um, well, it'll come back maybe. I don't remember it because it right. left the building. It has left the building for a minute. Might come oh, back. We were talking about the Act of 1871 and stuff, but anyway. Yeah, no, we were talking about it created. Oh, yeah. Okay. What I have seen with my eyes. Now, these are, um, let me say, the, these are melanin individuals. Um, a couple of them. Two of them. Um, uh, and I've seen bonds that they have with their name on them. Right. An obscene amount of 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 uh, a number of value on them. Um, of course, now what the thing was, and I had a discussion with both of them at one time on Messenger. This was a, over. This was two years, a year and a half, two years ago. And um, the thing is that they can't, couldn't figure out how to uh, liquidate that pa paper. I can't. I don't know if that's the right term. Turn yeah. it into. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I think they said that you need a, some sort of a, not a banker, but something like that. But I don't know how they got them to begin with, but they did. And I don't know if it's because they're park. I don't know what it is that got you these things. They, they drew them up. I've had people send them to me and I've looked at them and stuff. And it's like, okay, good. What, what have you done with it? Well, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Hey, anybody can draw a picture of anything, whatever. It's a, bond. it's a bond. I mean, it was a legit bond is what it looked like. I mean... Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can buy bond paper. You can draw up your own bond. That's no big deal. It's easy to do. Well, I don't think that this one person drew it. When I say draw, I mean type it up, write it. Print no, I'm pretty sure she didn't write. type it up and make it herself. Oh. I'm just saying I don't know. I, I I would have to ask her. I don't I don't know, but she was a young lady and just about to have a baby, and she. I mean, I, I I don't know for sure, but she just just didn't. That's not what I was getting uh, from that. That was from everything about her. Um, you know, I, I just don't see that she did that herself at all. Well, well, it doesn't matter if if she did it herself or not. Doesn't matter if it well, wasn't her. Well, well, if it wasn't her financial instrument, because you could get these, you can find these. It's no big deal, but. If it's not your financial instrument, no, you're not going to be able to make any profit off it. You're not going to be able to do anything with it. Bonds are no, really. Not, yeah, and I'm not saying that they're good. I just was, I don't know. Bonds are really to back something, they're to back an event. They're right. to, they're an investment in something, is what they are. Right. So, like if you're a, 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 travel, a traveling um, notary or some shit or an insurance, I get it. You have to have a bond and you have to put the money into the bond to actually get the fucking, pardon me, say fucking, but the fucking bond. Right. And, a, and it protects you in case like you injure somebody or something like yeah, that. Uh, you, yeah. Right. Yeah. A legal guardian, you have to be bonded. Mm -hmm. Or. If you're going to be in a, the alarm business, I've, I've been bonded before, but I didn't do it. It was the alarm company that I worked for, and I went and had my fingerprints taken, and they bonded me so I could work there, if that makes sense. I, yeah. I don't know. I uh, get a fucking certificate, but construction, whatever. Construction people would know about bonds because, I mean, mm -hmm. if they have a bond or, I mean, they've got a contract to build something, well, their project is going to have a bond on it. Right. You know, to, yep. to ensure that they perform. Just like just like bond for say bail bonds, your bail bond is to um, ensure that you perform, which means you return to court. Right. I hear I hear you. So so let me so so when I was talking about the parts, some people are visual. When they learn something, they're visual, and so you know. So and this is very important. And I, I mean, because I know how my mind works. So I know that not a, a while, no one is the exact same as I. Um, I know people have a similar way of learning um, or of envisioning the moving parts that have to be um, established in order to uh, get from point A to point B, if that makes sense. So. <clears throat> Authentication of the birth certificate is one of them. Cor con con I mean, uh, correct? Yes. Yeah, that was, 
was step one for me. Yeah. Okay, so let me, I'm, and I'm notating this because I think it's very important to notate and put it into a visual piece of information, piece, you know, visual manifestation of something, a PowerPoint, I don't care, just a piece of paper, I don't document. Um, so authentication of the birth certificate. And then authentication, the authentication of the certificate of live birth. COLB, excuse me, COLB. Let, let, Eric, let me give you. You cut out, Brian. Sure. You cut out. You, you just cut right, out. Am I back? You're back now. You're back now. Okay. When, when I went to order mine, uh, and I suggest that people go to the health department. It, don't go look up your county health department. This is a state situation. Don't go, look up your what? don't go look up your what? Don't look up the county health department. Look up the state. This is a state situation. Yeah. All right. And so I contacted the Department of State Health Department. All right. And I spoke with them. I've, I've spoke with these, so many of these people. Uh, I, I, I've spoke for probably hours with freaking vital statistics and gotten tons of really good info and stuff. These people will talk to you if you're just kind and nice and chit chat with them. Anyway, um, I contacted the state health department, not the county. And yeah. that's where I ordered it from. And when I was speaking to her, we talked for like 10 minutes or so. She got all the information from me she needed, that it was me. Um, I wasn't somebody on the outside, um, who my parents were, who my mother and father was. She just validated information. And at the end of the conversation, she said, okay, your birth certificate should be arriving in, you know, 12 to 14 days, whatever she said. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. I haven't said birth certificate one time in this conversation. I've only been talking about the certificate of live birth. And she said, well, what do you need it for? And then it dawned it, in the back of my mind, I was like, everything is commerce. And so I told her, I said, well, I'm planning on getting married overseas. And she said, well, you don't need your birth certificate then. You need your certificate of live birth. And I'm thinking, uh, hello, isn't that what I've been saying this whole time? And she said, oh, okay. She said, I, I fixed everything. You'll be receiving your certificate of live birth in 12 to 14 days. Gotcha. 10-4. Okay, that's one moving part. What? The next one would be rescinding your voter's registration. Yeah. You, you, write, to, you write to the supervisor of elections. Hold on. And Hold on. Um. <clears throat> Writing to supervisor of elections. Okay. Got that's it. Who, that's who you contact. Go up to the, to the voting, to the, to your, to the, didn't you tell me one time to go to the local vote, the voting place near me or that I would go to and tell them, do you want to rescind it also? You go there too? No, what did that? I now, what did I just say? I said you write to supervisor I, of. 
I know, but you said also one time, because I asked you about it, you said to go up there. I could go up there too if I had to. No, no. When I say go up to, this is what I was talking about. After you rescind it, you go to the supervisor of elections and you get them to print off uh, validation that it's been rescinded. Okay, hold on. So I, after you rescind it, so yep. after, don't you write to the supervisor of elections? Okay, number one, first step, you write to the supervisor of elections and rescind your voter's registration. Number, two, number two, you give them a couple months. What I did, I did it in like November, December when I rescinded it. Because I know the first of the year, they update all their computers. I waited okay. until like the third week of January, and then I physically went to the office of the supervisor of elections. After and you I, got it back, or after you rescinded it, I mean, after you sent it off to be rescinded. All right, let me start over. Step one: I did in like November or December. I sent right. in a letter to supervisor of elections to rescind the voter's registration. Got it. <clears throat> and then, since I know the first of the year they update all their computers, I waited until like the third week of January, and I went into the supervisor elections and had them print off a copy from the computer showing that it had been rescinded. Okay, so you went to your local office where you're like your county? Uh, let me see. I live down here on Southwest Florida. No, I went up to Iowa and see if they had done it for me. Okay, don't be a smart ass, Brian. Of course I did it locally. Because you vote locally. You live locally. <laughs> I'm just making sure you didn't I mean, there's okay, look, I, I'm this is exact <laughs> hey, I'm coming at you raw because basically there's people that are gonna be fucking like what is that? I mean they're gonna ask the same fucking questions. So I'm just saying. I thought my question was valid and I think it's 100% relevant. That that being said, thank you for telling me it is the county in which you live, Brian, Glenn, yeah. whatnot and whatnot. <laughs> Brian. You know, I, know, I, know, I know if you tell people that before they can operate their car, firstly, you've got to put some gas in the gas tank, open, open up the door for the fuel. <laughs> Put gas in the gas tank, and then they need to go in and turn the key and start the car. And probably nine out of ten people nowadays will say, oh, okay. And they'll go and they'll stick the hose up to the steering wheel and start pouring gas on their steering wheel. And then they'll go back and they'll stick their key in their freaking fuel tank. Yeah, you're right. People can't follow stuff nowadays for some reason. It's not that they don't follow Brian. It's just that they can't. And, and you could, and then you can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. Blame it on GMOs. Fuck. Blame it on the fucking chemtrails. I don't know. But people, sometimes people's minds go too fast. Maybe they have ADD. Uh, <clears throat> maybe they, you know, it's just that they're going, 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 and it's pro pro processing the information. Some people are visual learners. Some people are not. Yeah. Some people are just different kind of learners. That's all there is to it. So you can't tell them that they're stupid. They're just different. They learn differently. And it is what it is. You can. Well, we live it, in a it's, it's like you go to a store nowadays and 
you make a purchase and the cost is nine dollars and fifty cents and you hand them eleven dollars they're lost or you know what i mean or or you hand them ten dollars and fifty cents they're lost wait say that again you you you, you lost me on what you lost me <laughs> you lost me brian I'm saying it's it's the same thing nowadays. You go into a store, you have a bill that it's nine dollars and fifty cents at the cash register, right? Yeah. Which they're gonna if you give them a ten, they're gonna give you fifty cents back. Right. All right, but if you give them ten dollars and fifty cents, they can just give you a dollar back. That's right. But if you give them ten dollars and fifty cents, they're lost. They don't know what to do. Oh, I know. I've noticed, and 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 most of the time, which I've noticed this as well. I've never come across anyone that knows how to count money back properly. Oh. Uh, they don't know how to do it. They, they say, okay, here, the computer just told me to give you this amount of money, basically. Here's just 60, 50, 60, 50. Uh, so, so you're, um, you know, it's, it, they, you give them a $20 bill, it's $11.50, and they hand you $8.50. Yep, that's right. Um, so they just say, here's your eight fifty. Um, your chain, here's your change, eight fifty. Instead of saying 12, 13, 14, you know, right. do that. They're, they're completely close. I've come across one person in my, I mean, since I've been an adult, when I was younger, people did that. I, I remember people counting money back, but now I'm not, I've not noticed it since maybe I was in my teens. I've not noticed anyone counting money back. Well, it, my, my experience, uh, because I've uh, worked for a long time in casinos, okay? Yeah, yeah. And on a poker table, say the bet is $10. Mm -hmm. Somebody will say, raise 20 bucks. And, the, and they'll go and they'll throw 20 bucks out there. And it's like, uh, when I first started dealing poker, I couldn't understand it. I was like, that's not right. I don't but, get that. I don't but I, but I, well, I'll explain it in a second here. But I quickly freaking learned that everybody's dumb. Okay? Because if the bet is $10 and somebody says, I'm raising 20 that means now the bet is $30. But for some reason in this world, people think that when you say raise 20 and they throw out 20 bucks, that 20 is the new bet. No, you just said you're raising at 20. The original bet was 10. If you're raising at 20, then it's now 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I the other day that actually did that. He said, raise 20. And he threw out 30 bucks on a 20 on a $10 bet. And I was like, holy shit, you are the first person I've ever seen since I've been dealing poker that freaking understands grammar. <laughs> I don't still don't get it, but um, what are you talking about putting more money up there? Cause you might get, a, you're, you might have to raise the bet. Well, if you're putting an additional $20 on a $10 bet, how much is the bet going to be? 30. Right. But people put it out and they, they only put out 20 because they think now the bet's 20 instead of 10. No, but you the, said they raised you, it, right? Yeah, but you said raise 20. You mean raise 10. If you're only going to put 20 out, you mean raise 10. 
Wait. Never mind. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, so moving parts again. Back to the back to the moving parts. This is very important to me. Very moving parts. Rescinding the voters' registration. Let's go to the next part. What's the next moving part, Brian? Well, one of the things you can do is you have to comprehend how the whole structure is set up. And the structure is set up by priests and kings. And so you have to decide who you serve. Repeat that, repeat that. The what? The pillar of priests and kings. Right, okay. The kings, the priests are the cross-dressers in the black robes downtown at the county, county temple. So the two pillars on the on the social. Yeah, the two pillars on the social. It's depicted right there. Okay, so and one pillar is the, is the is the somebody in a black robe. Okay. Yeah, that's the priest. Oh, priest. Okay, and then the other one is the king. That's the legislature. Yeah. That's voting. That's voting. Okay. 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 So tell us about this. So, so this moving part about the two pillars. Okay. So what, so what goes in, in hand in hand with this aspect of it? Well, that's the rescission of the voters registration. Oh, so you're you, just kind of, I get it. So we rescinded our voters registration and what about the black robe dude? I mean, what are we doing with this? Both of those freaking pillars depend on each other. You can't keep the freaking roof up without both pillars. I get it. So what is the black robe? What's up with the priests? What's up with the judges? No, no, no. Okay. Well, we took, we took, we're taking down the legislature because we are rescinding our voters' uh, registration. So hold the on. black oh. robe priest first thing, then the other pillar is the what? The authentication of the birth certificate? Taking back our title. No, you're, you're you're going in reverse. Now you're going back to the authentication. We've already done authentication. Now we're moving. We're sending the voters registration. Okay. All right. Okay, but I thought that was just one one pillar. Is that both pillars? They depend on each other. I the get it. Can't stand with. You take down the pillar of the kings and the pillar of the priests can't exist. If you go back... Word up, word up, word up, word up. I hear you now. Because when you no. take down one, the whole thing's going to fall. Get it, get it, I get it. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. Go back to uh, King John in England. King John, in his writings, he fully comprehended that there cannot be a king without a bishop. I've never played chess. Well, this isn't about chess, but he, he, he came to the comprehension that no king of an empire can exist without a bishop. And the reason why is because their belief is that the king gets his authorization from the bishop, which means that his authorization comes from God. That's why both pillars get fallen down. Okay, so the, the rescinding of the voters' registration, I get it. So that's going to make the pillar fall. Yep. Because if you take one down, the other one can't stand up. Word up. Moving on. Next moving part. Next moving part now is what? 
the trust? No, I, I, I'm not a big trust person. And the reason why is this. Uh, for a couple of reasons, actually. Um, a trust exists by split title. One entity holds legal title. The other entity holds um, <laughs> equitable title. Elodial? No, equitable. Oh, I, don't, I just fucking thought I'd say that because I've heard it said before. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> no, equitable no. title. Equitable title. Equitable. Don't repeat equitable. the gurus. Yeah. I'm no, not. I'm a, not, I don't follow gurus. Equitable. There, there's and, equitable and title. That, title. And that is equitable. That means it is equity in there somewhere, and you are able to get it, but it doesn't mean you're going to. It is not pure equity. That's what the, Brian's talking. There's no such thing as pure trust without just not leaving it unsaid. You don't need to write it down. You express your trust by your actions. Right. So that's one reason why I really don't like trust so much is because they split the title. And that's what we're operating in today. The situation with your, your vehicle, your car is a split title situation. The situation with the home, buying a home, it's a split title situation. The situation with your legal person is a split title situation. That's why you do the authentication. You're taking care of the split title problem. Okay. Okay. So vehicle split title, home split title, and then your um, what was the other thing? Split title that had the split title. Yeah, your home, your car, your person—they're all split person. title. Yeah, person. So anyway, that—that's one reason why I I don't really care for trust too much. And another reason why I don't care for trust too much is because a trust, by definition is a holder of someone else's property. So here's my question. If you want to place everything in trust, who, pardon the pun here, but who do you trust to be in charge of your trust? Um, if me, you... Me, me. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's from you. It's going to somebody else. All right, so if... So who do you trust to take care of your trust? Um, talk to any probate attorney out there and listen to the horrors of what happens in probate court between families, between people who are blood, who thought, oh, my God, my sister, my sister's my rock. She's always right behind me. Oh, guess what? Now your sister's trying to take away mom and dad's house from you. You know what I mean? Um, or oh, my brother, my brother. Oh, my brother's right here. He'll always be there. I can always depend on my brother. Oh, guess what? Guess what your brother's doing behind your back. You have no idea what happens when it comes to money. And so I'm, I'm not a fan of trust. Personally, I'll tell you what. I think we were given our trust in scripture. We were, told how to, we were told how to operate in scripture. Our living trust, it was, it was in the Lord's Prayer. And if you look at the Lord's Prayer, it dictates the main elements of the trust. It dictates where the authority is. It dictates what the res or what the property is. And it dictates the uh, length of time for the trust. It's all right there in the Lord's Prayer if people see it. 
And, and it tells us in the scripture that every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto those who put their trust in him. Well, so, 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 so in this thread that we were had going the other day, Brian, that with what's his little, what's his face? What's that guy, guy that was, uh, was uh, telling me that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm, I don't know what the hell he was trying to tell me, but if you don't, then I'd like to see it stand up in a court of law. I'm like, why would I go to court? <laughs> I'm just saying, because I don't have any reason to go. I mean, I did go to court for a ticket recently and I didn't fucking win because, and, but this is look, this proved true because I, I did something was very evident when I went and I understood what's that guy's name, Jordan. What's that guy's name? Jordan Alexander. That's the guy. No. Yes, Jordan Alexander, the one. Y'all know what I'm talking about? No clue what you're talking about, no. Okay, Jordan Alexander, isn't he the one that talked about that there is no there is no liberty? There, you know, his dad was a judge. He's in a bunch of videos. Well, he was in videos on YouTube. I don't know if he still is, but um, he was talking about the Bible being a metaphor and yada yada yada. Well, Jordan, anyway. Jordan Maxwell. That's the guy, that's the guy, that's the guy. Not Jordan Alexander, but anyway. Okay, yes, Jordan Maxwell. That's the one. So He's I, been on he's been on this call before, by the way. <laughs> well, where the fuck was I at? You're not paying attention to the group post every Sunday night, nine o'clock. Glue myself to Facebook all the time. I ha I mean, I'm trying to get away from Facebook as much as possible because it's making me fucking crazy and kind of depressed. You know, you, know, you know what time Days of Our Lives comes on every day, so come on. I do not know what fucking time it is because I don't watch television. I don't even have regular television, Brian. I have fucking Amazon Prime because, well, I'm fucking, but I'm about to cut that shit out because fuck Jeff Bezos. He has a monopoly and we need to get rid of that motherfucker. But anyway, so... Uh, you don't screw me over here. I can't. I can't even think straight right now. Hold on a minute. And I'm not even high or stoned or anything. Um, <laughs> fuck. Maybe, maybe you should be. You were talking about Jordan Maxwell. Anyway, but hold on. Yeah, but I don't watch TV. So you were talking about Days of Our Lives. I do not watch television. I have. I haven't watched television in many years. Oh, we moved past that topic. Okay, moving on. So Jordan Maxwell. So I get a speeding ticket. Or okay. So we get a speeding ticket. There's a speeding ticket, okay? Because my, um, so I don't know who the meat suit was driving, but of course I was powering the meat suit behind <laughs> the fucking thing. I was trying to get to work by eight. Of course that didn't happen, but um, my boss could see me from the top floor of the building getting the ticket. Anyway, I was going 70 and a 35, but only for just a 30 seconds. Not even 30 seconds, just to get past the light so I could get yeah, to that should be fine. Yeah, that should be okay. Yeah. Anywho, well, it was just for 30 seconds. Well, I didn't know there was a cop right behind me. I didn't fucking see the guy. Mm -hmm. So anyway, got pulled over and... Um, so then they were talking about, well, you can't, I wanted to do defer just so that it would just go away. I just wanted to deal with it and get it off my plate. I had a lot of other shit going on. So they wouldn't let me do deferred. They said I, I had to go to my, go to an arraignment. I'd never heard the word arraignment used with my name. I was like, an arraignment? What the fuck? Okay. So I had to go to an arraignment. So I go to an arraignment and they, the judge, lady judge, she said, well, I can't let you, I, I can't let you get deferred, not going, not doing 70 and a 35. 
And I was like, well, isn't there anything I can do? I don't want my insurance to go up. Well, you can talk to the prosecutor. I said, well, can you tell me anything about the prosecutor? Well, he's, he's young. Fucking, what are you trying to do, lady? But anyway, I'm like, great. Yay. Just, just having contact, just having contact with a police officer will make your insurance go up. Just to let everybody know whether you get a ticket or not, just by having contact will make your insurance go up. Because that okay, makes well, you look. Okay, hey, hold on a minute. That's not true. That is not true. I've had yes. contact with a police officer. No, it is not. Well, it no, is not. I'm not not talking about contact back behind the bar in the back seat. No, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm not. I've never been in the back seat of a police car. Never mind. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that, or if you're being sarcastic, Brian. So I can't. I'm not kicking it up. But anyway, anyway, moving on. I'm trying to 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 tell you the what. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to get to it. it's real hard for me. So just bear with me a second. And let me finish. Please. What? Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so she said you can talk to the prosecutor. So I had to tell him, okay, well, I want to come back, talk to the prosecutor. So then I had to go to my, what the fuck is it called? It's like the next weird legal word in the court. Uh, fucking next thing. It's the, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's one of those things that makes you feel like you're something big's happening. But I don't know what the fuck it is. But anyway, I had to go to court again. And I had to talk to the prosecutor to see if I could get deferred. And it put it off a little bit longer, whatever. So I go to, and I, I'm sitting there and I see him with someone else and I hear him let that motherfucker go and do deferred after he was going too fast and I'm like okay well he was young kind of but anyway I don't know and I didn't hear all of it so I can't really say that it was just or not whatever but I go oh, there okay. and talk to him. I know I go and talk to him and he says oh no oh no 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 you were doing 70 and a 35 we can't do that we can't let you do fucking deferred and I said well what I said well why not I don't want my insurance to go up do I look like I deserve for my insurance to go up after fucking COVID, you motherfucker? Pardon me. Excuse me. I mean, I had a job, but I don't give a fuck because I had. Yeah, well, hey, this is a family-friendly show, by the way. That's the way it's listed on talk show. I didn't know. That, well, I didn't know that it had a that was family-friendly. That there were children watching or listening. I do apologize. But, I will try not to use the f bomb again. I, I do. I am sorry. It, it's not a legal <laughs> term, anyway. So. Well, I thought that the F word was an acronym, to be honest with you. But anyway, moving let me, on. Let me, let me tell you um, something. Let me, let me tell you something. All right. The judge finish? told you to. No, Can I no. just finish? The okay, judge okay, told you to talk to the prosecutor, right? Okay. I, I just wanted to finish, and then you can just have, have it all. The judge told right, me, well, the judge told the prosecutor, told me, no, you can't, we can't let you do deferred. And I said, well, why not? And she goes, well, you can talk to the, he goes, well, you can talk to the judge. And I said, what? I said, hold on a minute. The judge told me I could talk to you. And he didn't say anything. I said, well, then this is a racket. And that's the one thing that I remember Jordan Alexander saying 
in his video Jordan. that it's a racket. Jordan, Jordan Maxwell. Maxwell. Sorry. Maxwell. Sorry. Jordan Maxwell. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. That guy. <clears throat> the judge yeah. always talked to prosecutor. Right, let me let me tell you a story. Um, there was a situation a long time ago where me and this other guy, we were with a couple, um, I'll say dancers. We were in a bar, or not a bar. We left the bar, gone to a grocery store. We are in the grocery store doing whatever. Police end up showing up, and me and my buddy get arrested. Dancer, she gets the keys to my car, stays with the car. Buddy and I spend the night in jail. Next day, next day, I say, well, what does scripture say? In Matthew, it says, go directly to your accuser. Who's that? It's the prosecutor. Since I had been arrested, I knew there was a court date coming up, so I went down to the prosecutor, and I sat down in her office. I explained the situation to her, and I told her how I stood and what I was going to do. And she said, you know what? Don't even bother going to court. She goes, I'll take care of it. You're okay. Don't worry about it. I know better than them. So, of course, I went to court and I sat there in the gallery and listened. And my buddy's name got called, but my name never got called. And I thought, huh, interesting. You're supposed to go directly to your accuser, sit down, talk to him, be reasonable, and hash things out. And that's what the judge was telling you. I was trying to give you a little clue right there. Um, I don't know how your conversation was set up or how it went with the prosecutor, but it doesn't sound like it panned out that way. He told me to talk to the judge. Judge told me to talk to the prosecutor. It was they were playing racquetball. I mean, they were playing tennis on a court. Playing It was a racket. Yeah, it is. It's a racket. That's right. But... My my thing is, and with the steps that I showed tonight and what I've done, I, I've had over 20 interactions with law enforcement, okay? The last one I had was no driver's license, no insurance, no registration. Wow. That's go directly to jail, don't pass go, do not collect $200. Wow. But guess what? I was at home half hour later. Nothing had right. changed. Nobody. Okay, what I have done and what I try and show people is all preventative medicine, how to prevent little freaking bullshit things from happening in your life. Um, after I did, I, I mentioned going and resigning as freaking agent for their organization. After I had done that and had done the authentication, I went and pulled like a five, seven year record for the driving history. Just to see what was there. You know what was there? Nothing. Right. Nothing was there. I, I could think of four or five things that definitely should have been there. Nothing was on there. Right. They had erased everything off my freaking driving record. That's awesome. So, yeah. There's things that happen. Yeah. Anyway, we've been here for a while. We've been here for oh, a couple hours, give or take, waiting for you to connect, waiting for me to get back on, that kind of stuff. But Well, I, I think that we have some a couple of very important parts, and I think that 
um, that will help people to um, give them a little push and very thorough. You were very thorough. So um, I want to thank you very much for having me on and for listening to my loud mouth. And I do apologize for the foul language that was used. Um, oh, so yeah. if your children are listening, try to understand this show, which I doubt. Um, please forgive the F word. Don't let your children watch. It's, it's R rated and we can't be having them repeat. Fuck. Sorry. The F word. Eek. The F word is off limits. But it's an acronym, is it not? The forwarding of uncarnal knowledge. Or was it for fornication under consent of the king? Or yeah. for uncarnal knowledge? Is it both? Uh, it can be both, yeah. I guess they both kind of mean the same thing, don't they? Yeah, fornication under consent of the king, whichever. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, tell your children what that means so that they will just say fornication under you. Fornication under the consent of the king, you. I just don't want to. I just don't want to do it in front of the king because I know dirty old Uncle Sam is a freaking nasty voyeur. Oh, dirty old Uncle Harry. We know Harry Palms. We do know Harry Palms. The dirt king. Oh, king oh, Harry okay. Yep. <laughs> I gotta go. I was very good talking to everybody. Sorry to be dirty. I wasn't trying to be dirty. I'm not normally a dirty person, if that makes sense. But anyways. I apologize, and I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I've got to go to work early in the morning, and I've got to work. I'll probably work until 8 o'clock tomorrow night, and i got to finish work tonight, and I've got to respond to 150 emails, so i got to go. I love everybody. Peace out. Thanks, Lily. Good night, dear. Later. Thank you so much, Brian. Bye. And like Bye. I tell people, week, it's about learning who you really are, where you're really from, and where you're really at, because you've been deceived on all three levels. Uh, you've been tricked into being a secret agent, man. You're representing something that you didn't even know existed. Anyway, uh, Keith, did you want to say an adios this evening as well? And just the same as always, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing this. God bless and love you all. Thanks, brother. And we'll see you next week. Uh, Lord, for... Been a fucking creek don't rise every Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.